Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Agnes Drew, here today with Max O'Brien and Dr. Rosalind Clark. It's day 1,258 since we came back on the air. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. What are you two planning to do to celebrate? I'm wearing this great green shirt I found while on a supply run last week. And I thought I'd go looking for shamrocks now that the weather is starting to warm up just a little. It did rain last night, though. Yes, which brings me to what I'm going to be doing to celebrate. There's an enormous rainbow out there, and I'm going to go find the leprechaun's pot of gold at the end of it. So you're going for a walk? That sounds like fun. No, no, I'm really going to go looking for the pot of gold. Wait, are you telling me that they only do that in Ireland? Surely there are international leprechauns. I can never tell if you're being serious about stuff like this. So, erring on the side of caution, leprechauns aren't real, and there's no such thing as the end of the rainbow. It's an optical effect. You can't just walk up to it. Plus, leprechaun gold is famous for not actually being real. It tends to vanish in the morning. Oh. Well, that's disappointing. I mean, you could still go for your walk. I'm with Agnes. That sounds like fun. A cool early spring day, the sun's shining. We'll need to keep an eye out for zombies, of course, because they might still be covered in water, which they hate. They're even creepier when they're wet. I wish we understood better what was going on there. It's a function of the protozoan parasite that turned them into zombies in the first place. I still don't fully understand the mechanism there. Can we get back to that magnificent rainbow? I'm very disappointed to hear that there's not going to be any gold, but the rainbow's still nice to look at. Oh, yes, let's definitely talk about the rainbow. I'd rather talk about rainbows and creepy zombies anytime. Dr. Clark, do you know any cool stuff about rainbows? A little. I'm a biologist, not a physicist or meteorologist, but I do know that they're caused by sunlight being reflected and refracted in water droplets. Hey, I saw a double rainbow once, and I noticed something weird about it. You know, normally on a rainbow, the spectrum starts with red at the top of the arc, and it moves through the colors to violet on the inside part. But on the double rainbow, only one of them was like that. The other one was backwards. Did I get a defective rainbow? No. In double rainbows, the light gets reflected again, which is what causes the colors to show up in the reverse order. I'm pretty impressed with you for noticing that, though. Good observation, Max. I love how rainbows show up in so many cultures throughout the world. I mean, they appear whenever there's rain and sunlight, so I guess it makes sense for it to be a big part of people's thinking, but it's still cool that there's this thing that ties so many of us together. Any specific ones you had in mind? Well, there's the obvious leprechaun angle that we just talked about, plus the Bifrost, the rainbow bridge that linked Asgard to Midgard, which was the Earth, plus a bunch of others that I don't remember all the details about, but I do remember that in a lot of traditions, the rainbow was a link. A link to heaven, to the sky, to other worlds. That makes sense. This mysterious thing in the sky that you can't touch or interact with. As scientific as I am, if I didn't have the knowledge about them that I do, I could see myself giving them some kind of mystical power. Dr. Clark, what a thing for you to say. Luckily, I do have that knowledge, so I know they're just a natural phenomenon. But isn't nature magical? No, don't look at me like that. I'm being serious for a change. 
Arthur C. Clarke said that any sufficiently advanced technology would be indistinguishable from magic. But technology is just our word for something that humans developed. It all runs on natural laws, natural energy. I would argue that nature is just technology we don't fully understand yet and is therefore magic. That's an interesting way to think about it. I kind of like it. Give some context to the mystery of the universe and existence itself. Why are we here? Magic. A bit simplistic, but since I don't have a better answer, I guess it'll do. And rainbows definitely do conjure a kind of feeling inside us. Seeing one is always a little bit thrilling. What do you think, listeners? Any cool rainbow stories? What's your favorite bit of rainbow folklore? Let us know, and maybe we'll talk about them again sometime. But for now, we need to wrap this up. Um, Care to do the honors, Dr. Clark? Sure. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Dr. Rosalind Clark, Max O'Brien, and Agnes Drew. Take care of each other.